Yo, Big Kev, what's up, bro? Gotta turn off this, good? this watch, too. Man. To turn off this watch. Wow. Yeah. Got the Waymo watch. The way. <laughs> Somebody did their episode <laughs> studying. All right, all right, I'm with it, I'm with it. <laughs> what's up, man? What's going on? Chilling, chilling, Feel, feeling, uh, feeling good. Good. Good for you, man. I'm saying it's a good week. How are um, you? Uh, I'm well. I, you know what? Opening question. Let's get right into it. I'm, okay. I'm curious of this of whether this is why you're feeling good. Is is your little one home for the entire week? Uh, not the entire week. No, she's got she had school today and then tomorrow, and then it's it's just going to be a lot of screens. A lot of <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So they so she got the normal thing, you know, Wednesday through, yes. through Friday, or this is it Thursday? Okay, cool. So Wednesday, they, she got an extra day, right? Technically, yeah. I don't remember getting the Wednesday off, but she gets the Wednesday, and like, and it feel it's weird. I know I've only been back here for a few years, but it feels like people are like itching to get out of town, so everything's just dead this week. Oh, yeah. so far at yeah. least for today. So I don't yeah. know, but yeah. Um, didn't didn't really feel like that today, but I I will oh. say um, they got the whole week off, man. Wow. Yeah, that's they got I the mean, whole that's week cool. Off. Yeah, is it? Is I it don't cool? Know. It's cool for me. Is that what we're calling it these days? I was like the whole week. We got I re- no. I I remember. So here's the thing. I went to a school before we moved from LA to West Covina where we just got Thanksgiving day off. Oh, you had to go back on Friday? We had to go back on that Friday. Oh, wow. In private school I went to. I was like... Oh, okay. Yeah. And then after that, it was only Thursday and Friday. Like, all right, yeah, you, you know, you got these three days. You got to go for all three of them. Teacher gave you some goofy test right before, so you was engaged <laughs> on the was last the day. Like, oh, that on, was man. the worst. Like, <laughs> hey, like what are they doing with these kids, man? You know what I mean? <laughs> I now they're like, just on their phone. You know what yeah, I'm Like whatever. Yeah, that's 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 amazing. Yeah, I feel like at some point the public teacher public school teachers, all the only chip they have is is holidays. So it's just gonna end up being like fourteen weeks of Christmas and two weeks of Thanksgiving. <laughs> Right, get Halloween off. <laughs> I'm like, yo, more power to him. I'm, I'm happy for him, but I was yeah. like, when did they have off this whole week for real? <laughs> what are we gonna do with them? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now <laughs> go somewhere. <laughs> so yeah, it was crazy. Um, we're gonna get into this uh, actually, but. <laughs> All right, so it's it's that time, right? We got the sports tri. Well, no, I'm sorry, it's not the sports trifecta. That's wrong. Right. We had the the American sports trifecta convergence. That'll be what I try to call it. When baseball is going on, football is starting, basketball mm-hmm. is starting, and then all all waving in at once. And the excitement is in the air, and then we dwindle down to one sport, right? And usually, for me, my team, my you know football team, is normally losing by now, so I'm normally like. Mm. There's only mm-hmm. one sport going. On. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> but um, where where are you at sports wise, Kev? I, I I have to check these days. I'm just curious. You don't like have to check. Watching. You know, 
So just nah. We blew it yesterday, evidently, though. (laughs) Yeah, we did. Well, no, we did not, actually. (laughs) I I turned on the radio when that happened. I was like, whoa, this is happening. Wait a minute. Okay, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it after this. But yeah. Yeah, Yeah, man. I I think we timed it perfectly, actually. (laughs) (laughs) So we were good. (laughs) Um, For those that are wondering, yes, we did record our episode, um, our battle. Mm-hmm. Of hip hop knowledge with Stupefly crew. Shout out to most. Shout out to Cheap Shot. Shout out to Craig. Yep. Um, we recorded our episode of Headspin yesterday, as of the day of the show. Yeah, I was getting to it. The show head, my bad. Headspin. Shout out to the whole crew. It was fun. And I know you guys are dying to know who won. So I'm going to tell y'all right now that we are under a strict non disclosure agreement and we will not <laughs> be able to tell you. Uh, until the show comes out, um, they didn't give us a date that's gonna come out. By the way, they uh, I got there as they were finishing up, kind of giving the information for the prior show, mm-hmm. um, prior to uh, contestants they were recording, and they were talking about around April. So, y'all got to chill. But I will say this: you did was, get there very was, early. Were you like you got there a lot earlier than I did? Were you doing some light calisthenics and stuff before? <laughs> A little meditation. See, this is the thing. You you people who live north of Hollywood don't have any issue or concern with whether you'll be late to anything going into Hollywood or not. <laughs> For those of us that live east of the city, we are everywhere an hour early or else we ain't going to be there. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. period. So, yeah, as long as so you have a, like, a printed, during baseball season, as long as you have a printed version of the, the Dodgers home schedule, you're good. You're good. <laughs> Can work around it. Hey, listen, <laughs> right? Dodger game for, right? If you live east of the Oof. city, yeah, no. Mm-mm. You, if, and if you're going to Dodger game and that joint's starting at 530, you are at, you at Philippe's at like 12. <laughs> <laughs> like, fine. We're we taking this bus over there, whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yo, yeah, man, Kev, let's get into the other side, man, because, you know, sports. So I want to talk about this one. You know what I'm saying? Sports, so, sports, sports. So I to, so I to get into it. Reps, it's radio, sports, sports. All right, anyway. Um, <laughs> Kev, let's get to the other side. You ready, man? Yeah. <laughs> let's go. Rap Sucks Radio. Blah, 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 blah. What up, y'all? You are live on Rap Sucks Radio with your homeboy Trek Life and your fam, Kev Sakota. Sports talk with with Kev and Trek. And stuff. We need that gridiron noise. Like, I got to get that. <laughs> in a dunk. Like, I got Every time I say I'm going to get it, you know what I mean? But I keep forgetting. Um, <laughs> yo, thank y'all for tuning in to Rap Sucks Radio, man. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. If you would like to check past episodes of Rap Sucks Radio, you can go to rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. You can also catch us on television on BTSN. That's Behind the Scenes Network. Download the app or channel on uh, Roku or any of your Amazon Fire devices, and we are there. The app is called BTSN, Behind the Scenes Network. We want in. Um, Yo, Kev, man. Yes, sir. Sports topics. Sports topics. So here's the thing. So you didn't turn the game on when you got in the car. Well, that's that's what I was going to ask you. Because So when we got in the car, were were they in the third quarter? They were jet jet like that. Okay, when I turned on the game, they went in the third quarter. Had Literally, it already happened or 
two, it was two, like two plays before, like the foul oh, okay. before this happened, like pretty much as I was pulling out in the parking lot. Yeah, because they were so getting, was like, they were they were getting rocked a little bit when I walked they were in. Rocked. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. For those of y'all who want to know, we're talking about the title, the topic title of this. Uh, well, <laughs> Kev, you know what? My bad. Who's got a show, Kev? Oh, <laughs> I always ask. LeBron. LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> Does he though? I don't know. Well, I, maybe I just, maybe, you know, maybe maybe Shaq and, and Charles Barkley got a chill. We're doing the, we're doing the media thing where we <laughs> but bait titling here, but you know we've done it a couple times this year. Yeah. I actually titled this Trek Life is considering accidentally elbowing Kev because you know Brom no taught reason. me the way to get away with this. You know what I mean? If I could just figure out a way to be like, yo, yo, watch out. You know what I'm saying? I might actually. So you're saying you would Kev have to reach me. up to elbow me in the face? <laughs> I like this. I like this either. narrative. Is this is all fiction. Either. <laughs> <laughs> the reason for this, y'all, is the NBA suspends LeBron James one game in uh, D- Detroit Piston, Isaiah Stewart, two games for involvement in Sunday's altercation. The source for this is ESPN.com, never Yahoo Sports. Kev was like, yo, you want to pull this from Yahoo Sports? I was like, you want me to pull from the trash? Why would I? In the bleacher I report? In the trash. <laughs> yeah, the bleacher report that I fell for without talking about as well. Um Fake a fake tweet, but uh, players involved in LeBron James, Isaiah Stewart, and I'm gonna add Nikola Jokic in this. I have a I have a narrative yeah. here. Yep. All right, check this out. Uh, Lakers sports <laughs> sports star. Let's just I'm just gonna get up and leave now. Lakers sports sporting star. sporting <laughs> athletics superstar. <laughs> like what? The channel this what is? <laughs> what are we like? Channel Seven News. All right. <laughs> Los Angeles Lakers superstar LeBron James has been suspended one game for recklessly hitting. That's the the reason. Uh, Detroit Pistons center Isaiah Stewart in the face during their altercation uh, during Sunday's game. Uh, Stewart has been suspended two games for, quote, escalating an on-court altercation by repeatedly and aggressively pursuing James. These are both very accurately written um <laughs> punishments by the way uh who served his suspension on tuesday when lakers visited the new york knicks uh in the garden and um stewart will miss the pistons home game against miami on tuesday and their game wednesday against milwaukee it really won't matter very much for uh the pistons because they're going to be close to last place anyway uh james will forfeit about two hundred and eighty four thousand dollars kev stewart will forfeit about forty five thousand dollars so uh, which I don't have enough of either. So there's that. <laughs> uh, the incident happened in third quarter when James and Stewart were jostling for a position during a free throw. Their arms appeared to get intertwined. James swung his elbow, striking Stewart, who quickly had uh, blood streaming from above his eye. Cooler had seemed to prevail for a moment. Stewart was guided away from the spot where the contact occurred by teammates and coaches, though he appeared to become more agitated along the way. Then he tried to double back, run towards James. A number of people blocked the path, and the incident got uglier. Stewart was assessed two technicals. James got the flavor in two. Both players were kicked out. It's the first suspension in the 19-year career of LeBron James, who has won four titles with three teams. The Lakers and the Pistons will meet again this coming Sunday, Kev, in Los Angeles. Both players will be there for that. Mm, All right. Um, yeah. Yeah. It'll, this will be interesting. In LA? Be interesting. I don't in LA. It has to be in LA, yeah. 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 Uh, at the crypto.com arena. At the Crip Arena, per <laughs> Russell Westbrook. At the Crip Arena. 
Um, all right, Kev. So as per usual, you get first strike at this. So, you know, go ahead. Oh, I I was going to completely leave it up to you. I mean, and and when I said, you know what? I realized that when I said uh, Shaq and and, and Charles Barkley, I was thinking about their reaction to to joking. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but I I don't know. I mean, I, well, one, obviously, I don't know the particular rules around, around contact, you know, which I just listened to what people were saying about it. But I mean, you know, it's, you got two big guys, they tangled. And then, you Mm -hmm. know, what I couldn't tell was whether, I mean, LeBron was trying to stop him. You know, he doesn't have a history of, 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 you know, playing super crazy or whatever, overly physical to the point of being dirty but um obviously do got under his skin and he lost lost yeah. control a little bit you know um i couldn't tell if it was his elbow though or, or that like <laughs> follow-up just looked like the yeah, back the of fist. his yeah like forearm yeah. slash fist every year <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. he like pulled the triple combination one arm triple combination one inch punch on he caught home yeah because yeah, yeah. I was bleeding his mouth was bleeding it was like damn you hit him with your whole arm period it's yeah. like a, like a he-man toy but the <laughs> like the reaction of everybody to 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 how Stuart handled it after the fact was pretty funny too like I thought that was somewhat accurate you know I heard some people saying that well maybe he was just so stunned that any of this was going on that he didn't know what to do but then him you know plowing through all those people was it was a little over the top as well. It was it Mike Mike Myers who was like he should be playing like like running the pass rush for the the Lions, dude, dude. <laughs> did you see how people were falling off of him? When he was, I was like, yo, he was shaking fools. He, he, he was shaking me. He had the high knees going. I'm like, this is it. This how is how is there a six foot nine running back out here? I'm thinking, yo, sign him up immediately. He he definitely should have been a tight end or something at some point in his in his career. Like he's in the wrong profession. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, he was throwing people left and right, and it was crazy. It was pretty yeah, crazy. He basically like, hurt everybody in the arena except for LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> except for LeBron James. <laughs> well, anybody with a Laker uniform on, mm-hmm. actually. It was all his own teammates and coaches. Um, <laughs> yeah, what I, what I found the most... Uh, all right, so my take on it, just as an act... All right, so anybody who plays ball, you, you know, somebody holding your arms or whatever, you got you have options, right? You can pull away, you know, or fling your arm around or whatever. My thing is this. Uh, was it deliberate? Wasn't it deliberate? You have some people that were just like, LeBron was like, basically Hannibal Lecter today. Other people who were, you know, saying that he was just a saint who has never moved, didn't even move his arm but slightly, and the guy just ended up knocked out. Like, <laughs> you had all these extremes, and I'm like, listen, in basketball, people throw elbows. 99.9% of the time, it doesn't hit anybody in anywhere serious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when it does, you got to take the L for it. You know what I'm saying? You're throwing an elbow, bro. Like, that's that's what happens. If you fling your arm out and you actually hit somebody, you probably are never going to hit anybody in any place that'll do damage, especially right above the eye and in the mouth somehow. Like Bron did, and cut their eye open or whatever. But if you do, you flinging your arms around, man. That's that's what happens. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, 
Now, does again, does that make him like? I swear to God, at the end, of the, I, I was like, God, this LeBron is like a diabolical, evil genius that is out <laughs> to kill people. What, what are you guys doing? This is crazy. Uh, but then on the other side, there was this weird sainthood that people do with LeBron, and I think that's why polarizing as LeBron has become over years, and any player go back to Kobe Bryant. Um, not so much Shaq. I think people just love Shaq. He could do no wrong even when he was doing wrong, right? But um, but it, it takes a weird turn, Kev, where there's the, this person becomes absolutely evil mm-hmm. and you cannot, there is no middle ground, he's evil. Or they become, you know, just absolved of everything they do. They, they've never committed any wrong. And when you do discuss the wrong, it's like, you have to discuss it with this really light tone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But my thing was like, hey, if I throw an elbow at 24-hour fitness, I'm not going to catch nobody normally. But if I catch somebody, it's going to be a problem. It's yeah. going to be a problem. So that's what happened. You threw an elbow, caught somebody. That's why he immediately apologized. You know I, yeah, no, that's, that was the other thing, right? It was clear that <laughs> he was at least attempting to, to diffuse. It, the worst thing he did was possibly trying to diffuse the situation and make himself seem innocent when he knew he was, he had messed up or whatever. I'm not saying that that's bad. It's just like, Hey, you know, but I got to believe that that is, that is far from the hardest elbow that is, was thrown even in that game. Like you grab a board, come down with the ball and you're throwing two elbows on the regular. And the if they hit That's the body, you you're breaking ribs. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's right. that you, right. <laughs> you know, he just happened to catch it's him right in the right point. Like, I doubt, yep. I doubt dude even knew he was bleeding until he saw the blood. You know what well, I'm saying? I think that's why he became more enraged as as the blood. <laughs> it just seemed like the blood just kept enraging, dude. <laughs> but I fell for, for it. And I was, I mean, I fell for it hook, line, and sinker, the fake like nine hundred fifty thousand dollar fine to because you know what though because of of the the reason why I fell for this so easily though was because of the malice in the palace that happened earlier mm-hmm. and the whole dramatic thing scene that happened after I felt like it's plausible that they would actually be like you know what one million dollar fine no one will ever do this again you know what I mean <laughs> but I was like which would have been fine for me if Nikola Jokic didn't only get suspended. So I'm really glad that it turned out to be fake. For those of y'all who don't know what I'm talking about, mm. there was an uh, edited Bleacher Report tweet that was going around that said that Stewart was fined $950,000. And I went, I, I haven't been on Facebook for nothing. Y'all got to look at the date between today's post and the last <laughs> thing I post. Like, I haven't said anything, but this was the cause that I was going to stand up for. Um <laughs> You know, only because I had seen other players this month, this month, this this season, do things that were, I would say, probably less justified. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Than than homie. Like at the end of the day, as my eye begins to gush more and more, I'm thinking, actually, you know what? I kind of want to go head up with this dude. Now that I think about it, but um, yeah. But the theatrics were. Very theatrical. I I said, dude basically got suspended for having the zoomies. You know how dogs like just wild <laughs> out, start running from one end of the, the house to the other. That's basically what happened. Like, dude got the zoomies, and you know nobody could stop him. Nobody. <laughs> it's a giant six foot nine man with the zoomies, and um, yeah, it was funny. It was funny. 
but it was also like, all right, man, like let's okay, yeah. let's, can we stop? Okay, we're still doing this. We're still. Do- oh my god, it's been four minutes. <laughs> Dude, you're still running around. Okay, come on. What are we doing here? You have every right to be upset. I get it. But by minute six, I'm like. What did they, What was it, like 15 minutes? Or they stopped the yeah. game for like. Yeah, they stopped the game. And and he ran around. He, he did loops around people. And, and yeah, you know, they were just like sitting there watching the like, ratings go up and up and up. For those 15 minutes. Right, yeah. My man Jay Logic, who's the world's weirdest antagonist, um, <laughs> was like, yo, he cost the organization millions of dollars. And I'm like, dude, wasn't nobody paying attention to the Pistons till this happened. <laughs> this is the most they've been talked about all season. They'll be fine. Don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, grown man got the zoomies. But I, I, let me connect this real quick, Kev. Yeah. I was about I was about to go like, oh, see, this is this is that racism in in America. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, because the, the, I so we discuss racism on the show every week, and um, we were going to try to take a break from serious topics this week, but I can't. I cannot. <laughs> I can't do it. It's, it's it's everywhere. It's like I I can't move. Not uh, so for those of y'all who are not familiar with Nikola Jokic, he's the uh, last year's MVP. Um, and this year he got into a uh all what what many would call an altercation with with Marquise Morris. Um, Nate, you don't have to know who the names are, the players are. Just know that Nikola Jokic is um Serbian. Um, there are no dominant white players in the league. Um, and Marquise Morris is black. Has nothing to do with nothing on the court. Zero to do with zero in the game. Uh, Jokic does not care one way or the other and doesn't seem that Morris cares either. I would say that in media discussion, though, it all came out and I was like, are we doing this? So what happened was Marquise Morris hard files the dude at center court. The way that they discussed the Marquise Morris file, I need y'all to just go back, even if you're not a basketball fan, just look at what he did. He ran over, he ran into the dude. It was definitely a hard file. I thought that he shot him, the way they talked about Marquise Morris. I was like, Marquise Morris pulled a gun out and shot Nikola Jokic? <laughs> how did he, how was he alive? Like, they talked about it like he had really killed, tried to kill this dude. Mm-hmm. It was a hard foul. He immediately turns around, looks at the ref, turns his back to Jokic, raises his hand, says, y'all fouled him. He's trying to stop the, stop the game, stop ball, right? Oh. Uh, uh. Jokic then... Seven foot giant of a human being, full on sprints towards dude, gets about three steps and put his and, hip in it and put his full on chest and hip into pushing this dude directly in the center of his back, blindsided, unaware it was going to happen. Right now, look, I'm not going to exaggerate this. It was it was definitely violent, but you'll survive it. You know what I'm saying? Now, if he caught him a little differently, he could have really hurt dude, but the mm-hmm. odds of him really hurting him were, you know, say slim to none. You know what I'm saying? Um, but dude was blindsided. He wasn't facing Jokic. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't expecting it. He didn't face up to him. He didn't say, yo, what's up with that? 
grab him and spin him like some type of Hollywood film and punch him, <laughs> something to let him know that he was there. So everyone praised Jokic for doing it, though. Oh, they, would, they hugged. Oh, my God. They gave this dude. They threw a parade for this dude. And I was like, yeah. if any other player in the world with my skin color had done that, there's only two players in the world that could have gotten away with that. Well, let's say three now. Jokic, Luka Doncic, and Jeremy Lin in any part of his career. <laughs> Jeremy Lin could have got away. Jeremy Lin could kill several people, and they would be like, well, <laughs> he's just trying really hard. You'd be like, yo, okay, I like him, but can we not? No, we can. We're going to do this every single time, Trek. And I'd be like, oh, my God. <laughs> why are we doing this? <laughs> so the reason why I bring this up is because he received a one-game suspension, no fine. Marquis Morris received it. I think one or two. Let's say, let's just say one game suspension with a fine. And I was like, why did mm. he get fined? Okay. What he did, he was looking at dude. You saw dude coming. He bumped it to you. Hard foul. What you did was completely just blindside somebody and push them, shoved them directly in their back with all of your NBA player might. So when I thought that Stewart received like a million dollar fine, I was like, you need to take every Black Lives Matter thing off of the side of these. I was about to go off. I was, I was done. But now I'm still like, mm, y'all tripping. He should have got two games too, but and, we'll, we'll call it how it is. And I don't remember who was taking the shot right before that happened with Jokic, but he, he made some hard contact, which I felt like Correct. Morris was sort of yeah. retaliating for, right? Yep, yep. Yep. Um, but what I didn't realize, what you're saying, is is that Morris turned around to acknowledge the foul, which I don't yeah. I don't think I saw, but okay. Yeah, yeah, no, he he hit him and then he put his hand, you know, you wouldn't, you know, you mm -hmm. put your hand up, ref, that's me, whatever. Completely had his back turned, you know, not tense anything, walking away or whatever, right. which may have helped him out in the end, but and then he played it up. He laid on the floor for like five, and I'm like, all right, we're doing this. <laughs> he, oh, he turned doing he this. turned into a soccer player. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm like, all right. But um, so anyway, I, I know um, some people will call that a vague racist connection, but I, I just think the narrative is always skewed. And I don't even think the players that I'm talking about, because a lot of people think that when I go on these type of rants, I, I don't like the individuals that, you know, like the people that are part of the story. I don't have any problem with you. I don't think Jokic is the racist. I don't think that Luka Doncic is the racist. I don't think that Gordon Hayward or any of these players are the actual racist. I don't even think that, uh, I mean, I, I say I don't even think as if there's like some record of it, but I don't think Aaron Rodgers is a racist. I think that you are, right? Like you guys that, <laughs> that accept these narratives so easily <laughs> without it. So I'm calling you guys bigots. I'm not calling the players bigots. You guys are bigots. And and when I call people out for it, they get they get all emotional about it. But I'm saying like, but this is just an example of how one group of people can do something and another group of people can do something. And we have this weird sympathy for them. Because when they threw a parade for Jokic, I was like, wow, this is crazy. They're really <laughs> hugging this dude. Literally just, I mean, not even a full... 30 games before this, Patrick Beverly shoved Chris Paul in the back, and we all went crazy. Mm. We all went ballistic. We lost it. Same exact situation, and we were like, well, sometimes you just get really upset, and you get to, you know, you just need your emotional outlet. And I was like, this is freaking junior high school all over again. <laughs> like, I was tr triggered as hell. So anyway, uh. I, I mean, for those of y'all who are getting ready to tune out, you can tune back in. I'm 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 off of it, but it was it was funny for me. And and Yoka kind of 
expressed a little bit of regret about the whole thing, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they were all like, people got all goofy, like, you seen Jokic's brothers? His brothers are due to reduce some damn light. Look, <laughs> fam, listen, that's like being in Serbia talking about what the Morris brothers should do. Fam, you in, you in Serbia, fam, like, you with they folks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you. You think some love, this is, I have so much love for Philly in these moments. Like, you think some two dudes that grew up in Philly are going to just let two dudes from completely out of the country, which hopefully no one gets harmed, like, bully them around in their hometown, in their homes. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, come on. Stop it. I'm just saying, like, cut it out. You know what I mean? We acted like the Morris Brothers, like, 5'4", and and capable. (laughs) Like... People Everybody was all excited. I was like, God, dog, this is so crazy. You could win the, the it was the most Kyle, Kyle Rittenhouse type uh, the NBA could possibly, or will NBA analysts could possibly be. Like, you can do anything as long as your skin is a certain color or whatever. But, yeah. But, uh, all right, I digress. But don't turn your back. Some racism in there. Don't turn your back on it. Yeah. Back, <laughs> well, back into the ref. Know. You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> Just right. Five. At at this point, under those circumstances, if I'm an NBA player and I got a hard foul, Jokic, I'm just gonna punch him right after because I don't know what you don't know how you are gonna act. So I'm just foul you, and then try to knock you out. Because if I turn around, who knows what you'll do? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there was so a lot just of foul a lot of tough fighting. talk. The 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 commentator class was very oh, being very man. tough. Very tough guy. <laughs> Don't you oh. love it? The Detroit commentators were the best. They were the best. LeBron oh, started it right there. That that's where they need to look. It's like, dude, they're gonna look. They're gonna look. What it's are you on, doing? It's on it's multiple just, camera angles. <laughs> I'm like, if you're watching it, they're watching it. Come on. What are we doing? You know what I mean? Uh. And don't oh, get it twisted. Is this a Laker fan talk? I'm, I'm, I am, as a sports fan, I'm as good as any sportsman could possibly be. Like I'm the least biased person you'll come across. I'm like completely. I've seen ten championships in my lifetime as a sports fan. Like a quarter of my life, <laughs> my favorite team is one. What more could I ask for? So I am full. We could never win again. And I'd be like, mm, all right, well, I've seen 10. Like, I don't know. A lot of y'all have never seen one. You know what I mean? So every year you root, your team falls off and fails. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got to watch Kobe Bryant and Shaq and Magic and Kareem and Worthy. And, uh, you know, I'm just running down the list of why should I ever be sad when my team loses? So I'm completely not biased on any of this. I'm just saying it was a lot. The commentary for it was was, was a bit much. Oh, man. <laughs> like, yeah, I thought oh, someone yeah. was going to have a heart attack. Oh my god, it's crazy! Sixty-year-old so people pounding on the pounding on the table. Oh my god, jowls shaking. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, man. All right, that was our first actual in-depth sports topic. I think we've ever done. Right? I know we talked about sports, but we've never been. Really yeah, it's not really a sports topic, is it? Yeah, I guess I did. I went into it a little bit. All right, topic number two. <laughs> Kev, Kev's title, uh, or my topic title for this is you get an L and you get an L. Everybody gets an L. Did I write that or did you write that? 
Uh, I wrote that. I wrote that. I'm the you Oprah of this okay. podcast. Fair point. You, you are Fair the point. Gale, I guess? Am I Gale? I guess so. What's... Are you Stedman? I don't know what's going on. No, no, no. <laughs> God, no. 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 What? Are you the L? You get an L and you get an L, <laughs> you're, Kev. You're the, you're the L-N. <laughs> stop. Just stop. Like, listen, no one hired you for this. All right? <laughs> No one tunes into the show for you to do this. Okay? Oh. <laughs> Kev, a massive new lawsuit seeking $2 billion in damages from Travis Scott, Drake, Live Nation, Apple, and others has been filed oh. on behalf of 282 plaintiffs linked to the deadly uh, World tragedy that claimed the lives of 10 people in Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, this was reported by the source for this is RollingStone.com. Players involved, of course, Travis Scott, Drake, Apple, Live Nation, and dude, absolutely all the lawyer, everybody lawyer, all of them. just every lawyer ever. If you got a lawyer, they involved in this. Um, the underlying lawsuit alleges that Apple's multi-million-dollar purchase, promotion, and implementation of its exclusive online streaming rights played a critical role in the crowd control disaster. Per the lawsuit, Kev, early reports from the investigation of the Astroworld catastrophe indicate that the premises were arranged in a fashion that best served Apple's online streaming of the concert at the detriment of concert goer safety. Apple Music had cameras, camera stands, camera men, and metal barriers surrounding each. These cameras effectively split the premises both horizontally and vertically by the metal barricades, the paperwork claims. The placement of the camera streaming for Apple Music's broadcast effectively limited many concert goers means concert goers means of exit. This dangerous condition would inevitably prevent individuals from dispersing. A separate lawsuit kept seeking at least seven hundred million million seven hundred and fifty million dollars from Drake, Scott, Apple Live Nation, and others was filed on behalf of hundred and twenty five plaintiffs by lawyer Tony Busby. Um. Ooh, lawyers, boy. They're out there. Lawyers, no joke. Lawyers are no joke. <laughs> you, you better have a lawyer because that was worded perfectly. Listen, had nothing to do with the mass amount of people in a mass area and it being generally just poorly supervised, just generally, mm-hmm. right? There were barricades and shoes. There was air and people, and moisture, and all of this, $2 billion. Okay. Let the lawyer speak. It's a lot of do-re-mi. <laughs> right? Whoa. No, it was, no, sir, no, sir. I'm sorry. Excuse me, lawyer, what are you saying? Uh, no, okay. The people died. Right, we got that. We're already on that. We got to pay some folks. No, no, you don't understand. People died because of that. Wait, what? That, what is that? Whatever that is, <laughs> let me write it down. Barricades, that's why people died. All right, okay. We're suing the barricade makers too. Good grief, really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're suing everybody. Some would say deservedly so. I just think the lawyers are hilarious. All right, oh. Kev, on you. Yeah, they're gonna, make, they're gonna make their case. You know what I mean? Yes, I, yes, by any means. I mean, it's a tragedy, uh, it is. I, I, and I'm, 
I don't hate Travis Scott, but I'm not a huge fan of his. I'm not, you know, I couldn't name. Now, there are artists who I can name a lot of specific details about, especially when put under pressure and on a clock. I can name a lot of uh, hip-hop information um, when placed in a, a contest-type scenario yeah. very well. Yeah. But I wouldn't, couldn't, wouldn't be able to do that for Travis Scott. I was gonna say I haven't listened to. <laughs> Doesn't he have a song with Drake? Am I tripping? Yeah, I think that I'm assuming that's why Drake was there. But, but the reason I say that is to say, you we've all been to shows. What I don't like is the people who've never been to a hip hop show, not never listen to hip hop, wanting to blame it all on him. I mean, if you're an MC and you're on stage, part of your job is getting people yeah, up. Get the crowd hype. Yeah. You know. Um you know, we had a guy who uh told people to get wild and fight for their country and they ended up killing cops at the Capitol. Yes. Yep. Travis didn't tell nobody to do nothing. It doesn't mean that those people's lives who who died don't you know are not important or that that's an excuse for any of that happening, but there's there's been a lot of like, you know, whatever naysay not naysayers but just like people who want to have their little opinion about about how MC should act at shows and stuff like that and, and you know, it sure sounded like he was trying to be engaged in the conversation after it happened you know it's it, it wasn't he, he wasn't saying there's only so much i can do he was literally trying to to have a dialogue with with all the people who had complaints about about what happened which of which there were many now there are yeah. also a lot of people i've i've we've all seen butthurt sound men kill a show yeah, absolutely. You know, who weigh all yes. of a buck oh five with with chains on their wallet and stuff like that, who don't like hip hop, who stop a show because they don't like, you know, being yelled at. You know, who does? But a sound man can stop a show. But when you have a show that big and you have not only a, a, a sound man, sound crew, some of which are probably <laughs> employees of Travis Scott, but also you have a whole security team, you know? And if everybody's failing and and you still want to put the the 100% burden of that on the artist who's on stage, he's doing his job. Right. Yes. Would it have been nice for him to stop and make sure that everybody was okay? Yeah, I guess so. Sure. Understood. But he yep. didn't do that, you know? I think it's difficult to fathom. One one thing's for sure. Uh, and I've I've have been blessed to perform in front of um, a couple of pretty large crowds of thousands a couple of times. And I think what's underestimated is what that looks like from the stage. Mm -hmm. um, you, you can't manage that from the stage and people yelling at you that something's going on wrong. Also, no. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, those sounds have stopped the show don't sound don't don't resonate as well on stage now security and a cameraman and even and i'm gonna go as far as to say because i i do have i'm going to counter my own 
opinion here, but I'm going to go as far as to say someone climbing up on the rack so the, the cameraman and getting pulled off as they're trying to fight for the safety of others. That doesn't appear the same in the moment. And I understand that it should. I understand that it should. It absolutely should to security and, and those that it matters to. But it does not appear the same. It just appears people do crazy things at shows. So climbing up there as 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 much of a good Samaritan as this person was and as much of great respect as I have for this person, what they wrote about the concert and their experience uh, mm. was horrifying to say the least. But for those that kind of jumped in, it's like, dude, it just doesn't look the same as you think it does. You know what I'm saying? Mm. However, Kev, Travis Scott has a record, has a history of this. Yeah, yeah. And that's where you go wrong. It's like the elbow. You throw an elbow, you're going to miss 95 or 99% of the time, but one time you're going to dot somebody in the eye and people are going to go, it's not your fault, but you threw an elbow. And so in this case, uh, in, you know, Travis Scott has a record of, of, he has a record where a couple of security guards were injured because he had admonished the crowd to not listen to security or whatever. Listen, I am not saying that that makes him, you know, LeBron James, right? Who's an awful person. I'm saying that he, <laughs> I'm saying that, you know, once something like this, ha the odds, the odds are just like, you know, 900 to one. But man, when the one happens, all of a sudden you, you're standing there and now people are going down the line, checking, checking off boxes. A couple of people have compared this to Michael, me too. I compared this to Michael Jackson, um, mm. but no one died at Michael Jackson concerts. People fainted, but there's been no proof of death. I thought that that happened though, Kev. I seem to remember one woman dying at a Michael Jackson concert, but maybe I'm, I'm tripping and my memory is just, that was in the eighties or early nineties. So yeah. uh, how would I remember? And, but, and this, yeah. this was certainly a situation where, um, they're probably like, like I, I guess what I'm saying is that there were probably multiple parties at fault, including, including Travis. Um, but it was so horrific, you know, mm -hmm. that, that it's not like you can, it doesn't sound like he has a lot of great team members. And I don't say that knowing who any of those team members are, nor trying mm -hmm. to specifically disrespect anybody's talents or skills professionally, but it's not the type of situation that you can have a PR team, even the best PR team in the world to just sweep it under the rug, like a Michael Jackson or anybody else who's had that kind of situation happen. I mean, there have been plenty of concerts in our history, not just in hip hop, but across the music industry where bad stuff has happened. Oh, I fires. remember going, yeah. yeah, fire all you know, all those things, you know, and and um and lawyers are always going to help the people who are harmed, as well as probably a few people who had nothing to do with the damage, uh right. you know. Get get, Close the gates. get, get some the damage. If you didn't yeah. if you didn't put the gate like the <laughs> gate was this way, right? And if the right. gate was this so the gate, Kev, just so you know. Yeah, I mean you watch Co Coachella and it's like they have people penned in like like you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's what, you know, I, I, people are, people get crazy. Man, how my Kids friends get crazy. to come back. Man, listen, I've never been in a mosh pit and will never be in one, but how my friends used to come back from mosh pits and I don't have anybody I know personally that's ever sued after mosh, but I've definitely had heard stories, can't confirm them, where they got home and their mother looked at their face and was like, we are suing everybody. 
This totally. is crazy. Or or I, con- coming home with concussions or whatever things in any. That's yeah. what I was just gonna say. I remember going to a show at the Shrine. So you know you're there by USC, and this is like in the in the the early nineties, mm-hmm. and it was. I think it was it was a Slayer show. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, let's go! And Somebody I was. Well, a lot of people got hurt, but I was like, you know what? Let me just go up to the uh, the balcony. Yes. You know, and just mm-hmm. kind of check this out, see what it's all about. And yeah, I think it was, it was the shrine, but you know, you have that great balcony that wraps all the way around the arena. So you, you many places to stand and just look, you know. And I looked down, man, and the entire floor was a mosh pit. Just this huge, it looked like the weather map rendering of a hurricane. Just people, right? And walking yeah. out, you just see bloody, everybody looked like Isaiah Stewart coming out of that, that concert, right? And I'm like, that's what you paid for, I guess. And they all acted like that's what I paid for, you know. Oh, they like, loved you know, it. So. They loved every second of it. Yeah. I I cannot um, remember the show that I decided to go to with a couple friends from high school that weren't really my friends per se. But um, like, yo, let's go to this. I know you're into hip hop, but you got to check this out. And it was like some kind of smaller show. And they're like, yo, it's gonna be. I mean, they were really nice enough to warn me, <laughs> yo. Listen, this is not one of those things where you go to the front of the stage. Like you, if you don't want to be involved, Uh you need to go where we go. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, cool. And man, thank goodness for good friends, at least good acquaintances. Because when that thing started wilding out, I was like, yo, this is one of the craziest things I've ever seen. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And chicks are, you know, people like me, like, and, and also women who are unaware are in there and do they just getting they're getting run over they're oh. getting mo- beat you know because it, it just starts small yeah. then it right. starts to, the circle starts to build and next thing you know an elbow bow and somebody drops a drink because they got smashed in the face and mm-hmm. and they're all hyped so they jump in and it was I'm like nah man I'm cool I'm cool yeah I mean and 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 that's like I think the the other thing that and I'm not saying. I'm I'm going to sound like I'm saying there was there was bad guidance dare I say questionable parenting <laughs> but I'm not I'm not trying to say that that's that's completely disrespectful but I mean you know you got to tell your kids like always watch what's going on around you cuz it will get silly quick yeah that's how we got through going to a a Wu-Tang show or <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Or an Onyx show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And don't be at a House of Pain show when Jump Around comes on. Good grief. Be or, as far, yeah, be as close building. to the exits as possible. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like, yeah. it's like you know, have a little bit of awareness. <laughs> I mean, you want to really kick it. My brother and sister have stories of crawling across the street to get to their car from the Palladium after an ice cream <laughs> So, Yeah. So listen, it's it's not um, you know, concerts can be dangerous, but that's the thing, yo. As a parent, <laughs> do do we have some soft key piano music? Like <laughs> we are people who have worked in the industry, gone out, been been at all of these music events, et cetera. You know what I'm saying? There are a lot of people who haven't. 
who just haven't experienced anything like this, uh, anything like that. We've experienced this from both sides. Remember we went to Coachella and just turned around and went home? There's too many people. Yeah. We were like, yo, we're out of here. We, we've, ex- we've experienced this from being on the stage, off stage, working, this, working, working for the artist or, or, or in my case, well, and yours, being the artist. You know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of people don't have that experience. So I felt so bad for the parent who just was letting their child go to a concert. Yeah. It's and, heartbreaking. And had no idea. It's, it's, it's incredibly heartbreaking because to look back, and this is where I was saying like the, the culpability, like from your, your history, right? The accountability that comes with, with how you carried yourself in the past shows up here. You know what I mean? Because that parent is now reading, wait a minute, he, he does this? She, the, he or she, this parent, is thinking that this is something that Travis Scott does. And this is where this extreme blame of Travis Scott comes from. It comes from people who just don't know and they're in mourning uh, or people who don't have no one who was even involved in the party, but they're just in shock. Like, ah, I, I feel so bad. I really do. I feel horrible. It's, it's horrible. It's horrible. That, I do want to know, because I didn't, I didn't, I, I heard that he had, you know, incidents like this prior, but I, I don't, I don't know exactly what happened. And what? Because we were at shows where the the MC on stage was saying, "Rush the stage, f security, sometimes, kill the sound man." It's like sometimes you throw an elbow and it doesn't hit anyone, <laughs> exactly. and sometimes you hit someone, and that's why you don't throw elbows. That's you, you know what I'm saying. You try your best to not throw an elbow, dude. You want to talk about this? <laughs> Listen. The sound man was the most unsafe human being at any oh, hip hop show. Totally. Totally. That, that dude could have sued every hip hop show every night. <laughs> but I as an as an I've never disrespected sound. I just it just seems so cliche, part one. Yeah. Part corny. two, you know, I don't know. You it, I used to get away with it, but other people are holding the microphone like that's the thing. I'm like, bro, you're holding. You are. You're. You you're know? mad, and you are holding the microphone upside down, dude. Is this right? Have you have you left your house ever? Like, what <laughs> ever. are you? Doing? But yeah, but that's and that's the the. And I'm again. Who knows, what the specific situation uh, leading into the show was for any of the people who were affected in, in the slightest regard. Um, what we do know is that it turned out terrible uh, awful but yeah man and i think of travis scott as like some some sort of emo rap kind of more low-key kind of i, I do nothing about you know him. what i'm saying yeah but um I know nothing about him. which is probably wrong of me but um but yeah i mean yeah you gotta you know get your get your kids ready for battle man it, th- you know what the thing is also we talked about mosh pits there's the other rule of being in a mosh pit is that if you see somebody it's go hurt, down, yeah. pick yeah. them up, pick them up, and clear the clear lane and, and pick them up, right? And and I've seen people do that as well. You know, um, still might catch an elbow to the <laughs> to the mouth yeah, or whatever. You, you but catch one while you're helping. Yeah, yeah but um, but but by and large, that that's a rule that gets followed. So you know, we need to have a little bit of that energy if we're gonna have the crazy energy at at, at, at hip hop shows. It ain't, I can't even say our shows because it's not my shows, but. Mm-hmm. It ain't mine either. My shows yeah. are really tame, actually. Just hands up. You might catch it. You might, you know, rotator cuff if you issues. Hands yeah. up, 
hands yeah, up higher. Like hairy, hairy <laughs> armpit in the face from a tall <laughs> exactly. person. Like, move out, move out the way, move out the way, man. Hands is going up. Some people gonna jump <laughs> up and down, and and we gonna dance a little bit. We gonna two step, and then we going home, y'all. Y'all ready to go yeah. home? Like we we out. <laughs> Yeah, you might catch an offbeat two-step every now and then. That's the thing I hated. They they were like, here's some footage of Adele stopping her concert for somebody who had had a seizure during the show. I'm like, that's Adele. Right. That's well, and they do most, have most of the people, yeah. most of the people in that crowd were just really focused on trying to make sure they were, were clapping on the, the, the two and the four. <laughs> <laughs> Hello from the, uh, uh, don't play no drums. Uh, <laughs> um, yo, check it out. Um, my thoughts on this are, are there are there there is some side footage of Travis Scott saying, "Hey, you know, help that guy out." You know what I mean? So there, there I'm just saying I I'm not absolving him of it. Like I said earlier, when I made my point, I was I was gonna turn around and kind of, kind of kill my own point because it, you have a record, a history of this. I'm not saying that he did, you know, wanted anybody to get harmed. There's some like something about maybe him being satanic or whatever. I I don't know. I don't know how people know any of this stuff. I feel like every time somebody is black and super rich or successful, they're like Satan was involved. It's like, dude, can't believe, can black people just do stuff? Is it possible that? <laughs> Somebody could just succeed in this. It's like the Illuminati. Exactly. Wow. What do you mean you you were able to read and write and make it? Satan. Okay. I guess. That's what happens when you get vaccinated. (laughs) Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm all, you know, whatever. I don't know anything about that. I'm just saying. Um. Once you once you get that history, man, and then it happens and something happens. And we're not gonna have yeah. a lot of conversations like this because it's not <laughs> gonna happen a lot, I right? Was just, I was just realizing we just had an entire conversation where we prefaced it with we really don't know anything about any of the people involved or what happened specifically. But <laughs> Well well, no, we know what happened at the show <laughs> and and you know we're we're aware of the logistics of how these things work, or you know we're we just we've yeah. been involved in these type of events, whether you know from multiple sides of this. That's that's why I think this is a, a good place to go if you want to discuss this because or or have hear people have a discussion about it because you're actually talking to two people who who would know quite a bit about how this state how it looks from the from Travis Scott's side of the stage, not necessarily just being Travis Scott, or I'm not saying I've ever even been in his position with, with the amount, mass amount of people. I've never been at that type of show. But I can tell you what it looks like when there are thousands, thousands of people in front of you. Not that many thousands. You're not catching a lot of social cues from people out there. If someone was hurt at the shows I did like that in Europe, I would never know. There's no way I would know. The lights are facing you, part one, mm-hmm. right? So you're looking out into the audience. You're not seeing fa- like faces. It's like one big blob of humanity. You know what I mean? Yeah. You might key in on one face if that face is close enough to the front. You know what I'm saying? And, and and that's why it's always so cool to go to those shows and have the major artists engage with you. Trust me, if that artist engages with you, you're like one of the only people that artist sees. Sure. You know what I mean? So that's a special moment for you as a, a fan or a listener, especially if it's your favorite artist. But I'm saying 
But on the other side of that, when you do instigate these type of things, my all of my homeboys that said beat up the sound man, fortunately for them, the sound man was never beat up. But if the sound man was beat up and hurt in a, in a real way, I'd have the same conversation. Sometimes you yeah. throw an elbow, and when it hits, that's your ass. That's when your you elbow becomes an, becomes an L. It comes a super L. Bro. Yeah, this the, the L. <laughs> Dude, nobody pays you for that. Like nobody. All right. Um, but yeah, the, well, that's the thing. He's one. He's taken multiple L's. Drake's probably going to take an L because he's Drake. Live Nation mm-hmm. and Apple are definitely going to take L's. And the next time he wants to do a show of that magnitude, the insurance oh, yeah. company who paid all these people mm-hmm. is going to be like, eh, I think we're going to take a pass on this one. Yeah. Yep. And it's going to become yep. very expensive, you know. So, so he, you know, if the lesson isn't learned on his part, which he has lessons to learn, I'm sure, uh, you know, I don't know what to say. Then, then he's definitely a bozo. But yeah, fall yeah. on the sword too, guys. I, yeah, I mean, I okay. Wanted... And to put in perspective what you just said, think about when you're at a, uh, say a. Uh, football game especially but even like a basketball game at a, at a mid-size arena Pack, mm-hmm. packed arena energy's up close game people are out of their seats or whatever if a fight breaks out in the stands mm-hmm. and you see it when you know that when you see that fight happening that that fight started about 20 minutes ago <laughs> right you know what i'm saying yeah. Yeah. so think about if you're on stage and you're not obviously you're focused on the audience but as well you're not focused on them individually you want to make yeah. them feel like you're focused on them individually but you're probably not like you're like you were saying you know so it's it's not a it's not a it's not a cut and dry case let's just it's say not, that. it's not i'll give one one last analogy we've been full of analogies but i'll give one last analogy like and i some people drive recklessly and nothing ever happens they change lanes <laughs> all the time, like speeding at 90 up and down the freeway. They never hit anybody. They never get hit, you know, and they they grow old enough to say, I'm never doing that again. I don't know why I did that. I don't know why I used to drive like that, right? Some people hit a family with five people in the car. Ooh. You see what I'm saying? And it, look, both people are the same. Both people drive recklessly. Both people... Uh, you know, shouldn't be doing it. Both people are aware of the speed limit. All of the things. It's just that one hit a family of five in a, in a van and the other never hit anybody. You know what I'm saying? I just ran across one the other day, man. I'm driving with the kid in the car and I just see somebody mashing. And I'm, I, I see them out of, in, my, in my rear view mirror. I'm just like, oh boy. Right, swerving between lanes on Glen Oaks, so it's only two lanes each way. Yeah, it's only two. And they're just going. And there's a bike rider who's like taking up most of the number two lane. So I'm like, wow, you're jerk too, but whatever. Yeah. Um, and just honking, honking the horn, and all this, and and you know, at some point, there's a point where you see somebody doing something so crazy, and you just want to sort of pull up next to them and see what what time it is. Mm-hmm. Just to, if nothing else, give them the look like, I see you. You you need to calm down, right? Ch- yeah, chill out. 
I pull up next to this person and I look over and it is a old white haired lady. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, OG, you're, yeah. you are doing you gotta, the most. You got to settle down. You got to spend your golden years <laughs> in, in, yeah. the, in the city lockup there. What are you doing? <laughs> For real. You better chill out, man. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's very unfortunate. Um, yeah. I think both topics we talked about today, one is obviously less um, serious than the other. But it, it, I think both topics tie in and, and you know, and one shot, one, you know what I'm saying? All it takes is one shot. And one mm-hmm. hit and, and it's a wrap. You know what I'm saying? Um, yo, it's time for the it's code of ones. Yo. If y'all not familiar with this code of ones, it's basically this code of one liners. Well, I drop <clears throat> a uh, you know, let's say a crazy, I don't know, zany <laughs> headline. And uh Kev responds, and uh, Kev is likely general. But what happens here is it was supposed to be, this is how thorough and efficient Kev Sakota is. This was supposed to be basically the headline and a Kev response. But Kev actually reads the articles. So he also has like a full-on detailed general idea of what the, the whole thing is, right? So this is why this is, you know, the Sakota ones. That's what it is. You know what I mean? Because most people would be like, yeah, just give me the headline and let's get over with the show. All right, here we go. Like me, I'd be like, what? One line, I'm not doing no studying. All right, Kev, you ready? Yep. Self-driving cars gather in a San Francisco neighborhood, confusing residents. One question. What kind of cars? Waymo. Waymo money? (laughs) Waymo problems. Thank you very much. Thank you Boy. for coming out. God bless. Yeah. These cars got night. way more time on their hands than they need to. Can you imagine read, your car? You should just, read it, though. You should read it to see how silly the explanation of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I wanted, to, I wanted it to, I didn't want to destroy the, my initial vision of it, which was the cars like catching up with each other, like hollering at each other like, yo, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, man, he's sleep. Word? This early? Man, let's. Let's go over here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, it's a it's a uh it's an electric gas pump joint or electric pump over here. Let's all meet up by the pumps. Like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Is that what it's called? A pump? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I had already stopped myself at the electric gas pump. I didn't I didn't try to catch my but it had already come out. Like I was like, all right, well, there we go. <laughs> now I got that one's on my record. <laughs> <laughs> Who got some snaps on the voltage? <laughs> uh, man, I want to roll over there, but this fool want to drive down to L.A. Like, who want to go down there? I ain't even no electric gas pumps down there. <laughs> Except for in Santa Monica. Oh, man. That's what, that's what, Word up, man. That was, that's what that infrastructure bill was. Electric gas pumps. <laughs> Electric gas pumps. Just to just to make everybody happy. Hybrid hybrid pumps. <laughs> Get ready. Get ready, man. I told you it was gonna happen. <laughs> hybrid gas stations are, are on their way. Yo, uh, thank y'all for tuning in, man. We appreciate each and every one of y'all, man. Um, I am your homeboy Trek Life, and that right there is your fam Kev Sakota. <laughs> gas face. 
<laughs> electric gas face. <laughs> oh, um, gas face. Wow. That's like the that's the worst tribe album ever. No, that is <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna take a shot. That is what your mashups used to sound like, people. When you would mix like <laughs> tribe call quests with nineties and you would call it like electric gas bait. That's that is what you guys used to sound like. And I used to pick up your stupid jewel case mashup mixtapes and be like, <sighs> I hate you and I hate this. So this is a shot at the mid two thousands. I hate you guys for it. I hate you guys for you mad. I hate it. I'm still mad at you for it. <laughs> That's what it used to sound like. Ah, I hate y'all. Anyhow. Um, if you like to catch past episodes of Rap Sucks Radio, you can go to <laughs> rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. Um, you can also catch us on television on BTSN, that is Behind the Scenes Network. What you do is you download the app or channel on your Roku or any of your Amazon Fire devices, click on the app or channel, and we are there right there live with a bunch of dope content uh, alongside of us from other creators. Uh, BTSN, Behind the Scenes Network, we want in. Thank y'all for listening. On the count of three, we say peace. One, two, three. Peace. Peace. We out of here, y'all. Bye-bye.